Hey there, listener. Before we get started, if you'd like to support WordPress community member Andrei Savchenko or anyone else in the Ukraine, please see the donation link in the episode details. She can come up with the topic ideas. So you can say, I want to talk about the history of gelato, for instance. Mm. How did gelato get started in New York? And, and Bertha knows all that kind of stuff. But that can, in, a, in an about us kind of page, that can help you. You know, you get a little bit of history and then you can go. So we decided to do our own gel- version of gelato or whatever. It, 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 you know, Bertha helps you with your mission statement. It helps you with your PaaS frameworks. And that's exactly what Bertha will do. This episode is brought to you by Malcare at Malcare.com. It's the most complete and comprehensive tool to secure and protect your high-performance WordPress website. If you're a WordPress consultant, don't leave the job of security, backup, and fixing the site when bad things happen up to your hosting provider. Trust me, you want Malcare on your side. They do it best without you even having to think about it. Sleep better at night knowing your WordPress websites, your clients' WordPress websites, are protected by Malcare. Malcare does it all from protecting the site, backing up your files, creating staging sites, if you can believe it, and my favorite feature, the activity log. That's right. You'll know when your client or your marketing manager installed that pesky block plugin that took down the whole site. What are you waiting for? Check out malcare.com to get started for free. That's malcare.com, malcare.com. Thanks for supporting the show. I can comfortably admit that I didn't see artificial intelligence as the next big thing for WordPress in 2022. The march to Gutenberg and full-site editing adoption across the product landscape is sure to reveal new opportunities to be introduced to our favorite low-code software. AI, however, wasn't even close to what I was expecting to be the next big thing for us. Bertha.ai is an all-new solution for helping users craft a near-infinite amount of text for your WordPress website. From H1s to entire blog posts, what Vito Peleg and Andrew Palmer are creating with this tool is quite impressive. Let's get the elephant, yes, the real one, out of the room first, shall we? Bertha isn't leading us to copywriter extinction. Hearing from Andrew in today's interview, Bertha should still be used as your writing assistant, not your writer. You can give the AI assistant the ideas, the direction, and what you want to focus on, but will still require some editing chops to refine it. Still a darn good tool, though. You can download Bertha for free in WordPress.org to try it yourself, and consider supporting the Matt Report before the robots do take over all of our jobs. Buymeacoffee.com slash MattReport. I think you said you maybe own a little interest in a in a pizza shop at one point. I think I might yep, have heard. Yeah, yeah. No, we started a pizza shop. My friend Danny and I started a pizza shop six years ago now, and I still have a little interest in it. But basically, after about seven months, when it paid everything back, I said, "Look, I need to concentrate on other stuff." And he said, "Yeah, that's fine," mm-hmm. and bought me out of my shareholding more or less. But I still get free pizza, and I still have to. <laughs> manage the point of sale system and stuff so i'm still involved in the business which is yeah. which is great but it's uh it's a nice distraction as well when you're when you're involved in a bricks and mortar business and meetings ad hoc meetings or phone i get a phone call from danny and saying what do i do about this it's nice to feel a, a little bit involved and but i'm not in it now really i still still own a bit of it but not much i feel like the customer service from selling a five dollar slice of pizza can scale infinitely to even a five thousand dollar website or a fifty thousand dollar project there's so much to know about the basics of customer service that happens in a, a pizza shop a sandwich shop a bakery that a lot of us in the software world just don't get 
because a lot of the software sales are just done behind the screen. It's through email. Now it's more Zoom and maybe face-to-face, but still largely it's social media interaction and just selling through text uh, on a screen. There's probably something to be said. I don't know what there is to be said about selling a slice of pizza is like selling a $5,000 website, but I'm sure there's like a thread of commonality uh, in that experience. Well, actually, you're quite, you're really on point there because pizza's pretty much on demand. And, And especially through COVID, we had a very lucky escape as a pizza restaurant because we immediately transitioned from a 42 cover restaurant to just takeaway and collection and delivering through Deliveroo and Uber and all that kind of stuff. And also now there's uh, seven drivers of our own. So that's a that's an on-cost. But pizza's on demand. And look at the web world, how much on demand it is. I want a website now, especially during the COVID period of, of, of the real lockdowns. We were doing websites on demand and we're building them in a day just to get them out there. And then obviously maintaining them and getting them there. Social media, Twitter, you've seen Twitter, the, the the almost instantaneous response that people require, people telling people that they're not doing things. So those people then have to act on that and then do a blog post to say that we're really trying to do things right. Over the last few weeks, we've had a few spits and spats going on. But running a business is the same whether it's brick and mortar or not. You, with brick and mortar, you have a lot of overhead. You have the heat, light, power, especially a pizza place. You have the food supply issues. We've we've had food supply issues in this country for a while. People have blamed it on Brexit. It's not Brexit. It's just that there is a, a food supply issue. Flour is difficult to get over from Italy, not because, of, again, not because of Brexit, because of the demand. Fruit, fruit and veg, potatoes went up, for instance, from let's say five bucks for 56 pounds sack of potatoes, they went up to 15 bucks overnight. Wow. So it, it's just the the way, and, and then you've got to put that into your margins if you're a fish and chip shop or if you're a restaurant and you're using fresh potatoes, do you really charge $5 for those chips or for French fries, as you guys call them, or do you continue charging $3.50 or £3.50? Uh, so you have to make those kind of decisions. Wages have gone up because uh, people are working longer hours, staffing shortages as well. So that's we're, we're experiencing that in the web world. And one of the things that I've seen is hosting companies buying plug-in companies and, and other companies. And effectively, because they have the money, they're buying out the developers that we, that I want to use. And I can't, go to the 150 grand a year with the benefits and with the holidays and with the, everything in there. So you still have to you, you have to run your business very, very carefully, very yeah. properly. I recently interviewed Brian Gardner and I kind of said that to him. Brian Gardner built out, built out what was known as Studio Press, eventually sells it to WP Engine, works there for a stint, leaves, creates Frost, sells it back to WP Engine, and then then gets a job, or uh, they maybe fell out of that order. But it's still, what I said was, hey, this product game, um, creating micro products, not that Frost is a micro product, but even today's, in today's world, you could build a micro product to to get aqua hired like almost it's it's almost like your resume to build a little product to show off what you can do and then sell that to get hired like it's almost like people will brands will buy that these days because it's so hard to get somebody even if you only have 500 customers 
Well, that's exactly what Extendify did. We had a, a vendor on uh, Elegant Marketplace who became a very good friend of mine, Munir Kamat, who built Editor Plus, which he's celebrating today. He, as of today, the 14th, whatever date you're putting this out, but 7,000 downloads on WordPress.org. And I introduced him to Chris Lubkert of Extendify. Chris ends up buying page editor plus whatever Manel's Manier's doing so that's that's how th- this happens people go out and they see they see these developers doing great work and they say I want I want him on my team or I want his team on my team because Manier had a team has got a team behind him as well as I have I'm not looking to get bought again quite so soon we've got we've got bertha.ai we've got wppluginsplus.com, which has got 23 plugins for Elementor and Divi, serving 200,000 people. We've got 200,000 active plugins out there. So yeah. we're, we're quite busy just, just getting on with it. What Have you thought about going that route with adding to the portfolio of, and, and look, I, I, this is a preface to get into, I want to talk about like the competitive landscape of Gutenberg. I put out a, a video over the weekend uh, about Gutenberg and how I think that it's actually a different future for page builders. Yeah. And we can talk about that in a moment, but do you have you felt like the need to, okay, man, it's tough to hire somebody just straight salary. Maybe I have to do, go that route and knock on a small plugin or product creator's door and say, hey, I'll buy those 4,000 installs from you and you join the company as a senior developer or anything like that. Is that something you're actively exploring? It's something It's something I do, but I do it in a different way. With SMM Danny, who lives in Pakistan, he approached me and said, look, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm uh, building this thing out, but I need some finance behind it and I need, to, I need to get it. So we're basically a joint venture, both co-founders of it, and it's gutenbergai.com. So if people go to try.gutenbergai.com, you can see if you upload an Elementor layout, you can see the progress that we're making. We were selling it, and then I decided not to sell it because it wasn't. It, it's not 99% perfect. And it, for me, it needs to be to keep the support burden down, to, to keep the complaints down, the, the, the user experience as best as it can be. It needs to work as a plugin. But if you go to try.gutenberg.ai, you'll see that it actually does work with most Elementor layouts and, and things are missing. But if you're if they're using um, third-party plugins, we can't be be perfect. But we've got Blocks Bakery as well, which is on wppluginsplus.com. And that's a that's a Gutenberg Blocks plugin. That works with Gutenberg AI. So we're, I'm looking to increase on that. But my focus really is on my agency, which is WP Plugins and Bertha, that's that's the real focus because yeah. my agency has got I don't know what five hundred websites that we host. If we're stuck for a bit of web design, we just ring one of those guys up and say, "Look, you know, a couple of grand, we'll redo your website." And, and people go, "Oh sure. yeah, great, okay, we'll do." But I do, I get approached all the time by you know a plugin developer, who, a theme developer, approached me the other day and said, "How can we work together?" And I said, "After I finished with everything else that I'm doing, because I'm just too busy, really. You've yeah. got to be, you've got to be focused on what you're doing. If you're not focused, you will." You'll lose, you'll lose traction more than anything else. I, and I, I've been saying this for a while, and and it's good to hear that people are knocking on your door. I've talked to other folks; the same thing is happening. Where look, if you're in this game, it's it's easy to sit behind your computer and say, "Man, I'm going to build this product. It's going to change the world. Everyone will want it. I will just price it at twenty nine dollars for the year, and I will just I'll just sell a whole bunch, and that'll be the the, the ticket to the promised land." Sadly, these days, it's going to be quite challenging to, to do that. And you know what? 
there's I look at now with the the products and the services that I've built. Look, sometimes you just have to be real with yourself, partner up with somebody, and you don't have to try to own the world <laughs> with your with your one thing. And especially if it's your first one or two products that you've ever created, you know what? You're going to learn a lot if you try to partner up with somebody and even just get acquired by by somebody to stay on the job and build it out because there's so much to learn still if you're a young product owner, unless you're building this unicorn thing. If you're slow paced in the, in the WordPress space, I say partner up with somebody, partner up with an agency, a marketer, somebody that offsets your, your skill set for sure, because it's a long road. I, uh, I, 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 I 100% agree. And I had, you know, I've, my, my, my one one of my best friends, Sean uh, Barton, who's a fantastic plugin developer, but he's not a marketeer or a marketer, however you guys want to say it. But the, it, with those with the plugins that I own, I've I've acquired them from him because he's busy doing other stuff. So I said, look, I'll, I'll take him over. I've got the I've got the platform. I've got the easy digital downloads license. I can I can do everything on that. You'll just I'll pay you out over time, whatever. And I did the same with Page Builder Cloud and Layouts. And I sold my half to Melissa Love, who's who's in partnership with Sean, because she's the marketer, he's the developer, and he's an awesome developer. And I think that's the way it should go. Because you need you need somebody to do the marketing. You need somebody to care about the product. Whereas a developer will kind of think it does this, yeah. But why? Why does it do right. that? What's the? Where's the? Where's the? Where's, where's the need? Where's the, the desire for somebody to use this? It's okay. So there's a new plugin come out today. It, it, it lets you read the SQL queries in WordPress in a, in the actual dashboard. Why would you want to do that? I just don't get it. You could <laughs> right, right. just log into your hosting and, and view the SQL right, and somebody do, a, wants do, a, to. do a query. Somebody wants to do it, but you yeah. know, I don't really see why then that opens up the dashboard to maybe another if you get hacked, everyone can see your SQL. You know, I don't I don't get it. But for useful plugins, and now with Gutenberg blocks coming in, big time cadence and Bloxy and all these these great people that are really working hard on that. What is the differentiator going to be? If you okay, I've got a great block plugin. So what? There's 750 out there already. You've got to make it so good these days. And also, WordPress as WordPress doesn't really let you market it. You can put it on the org. You can try and SEO the heck out of it. You can tell people it's on there, but you're not really allowed to put any marketing speak in there or upsells or or anything like that. And I think WordPress as WordPress, the repository, kind of needs to revisit that for people. If Automatic are allowed to make money and upsell, then us, us mere mortals need to be able to do that as well. I've seen other folks say it as well as, hey, can we at least, if we're not going to build a proper marketplace and i know you have experience in marketplaces if we're not going to build mm. a marketplace because it's easy for us to say yeah org should just become a marketplace but at that scale i'm sure you're laughing to yourself saying <laughs> yeah good luck it's yeah it's a great idea but it's just not going to be a flip of a switch and then all of a sudden billions of dollars because you know i think there's a billion dollars running through org a billion dollars is not going to get processed overnight or have the staff or the search or the the deliverables of you know you know what, like Theme Forest did. And the, this would be Theme Forest on steroids times 
20. Is well, what also, you, you would also have the marketplaces rebelling against you for doing that because it would right. immediately elegant um, themes. The, the owners of Divi started a marketplace. That's a proper kick in the shins of people like Divi Cake, Divi's got space, elegant marketplace, because we help them build up but they saw the value of a marketplace and people are making fortunes on there. So I'm not too distressed because I don't own Elegant Marketplace now. I kind of, the timing was right when I, when I sold it. But for a theme div, like Divi with 750,000 live installs to actually have a built-in marketplace was a kind of a kick in the teeth to the people that helped them grow that business to 750,000. And I've said this to Nick. Personally, in, in, I met him, met up with him in kind of, I rephrased it. I said, do you want to kiss me for, before you kick me in the nuts? So it's kind of, <laughs> you know, just, it's just a, a kind of a thing. But fair play to them. It's a massive success and it's making a lot of people a lot of money, which is great. But mm. the same kind of criticism might go through to WordPress.org. Mm. What I want to see is for WordPress.org, what I'd prefer to see is the ability to actually say or highlight the fact that the pro version is so much better and you would be be supporting the developer rather than that donate button that you can put on, which is great, people can donate, but make people realize that WordPress is a commercial opportunity for people. I did a, a talk years ago at Bristol Meetup about if you're a developer, a coder, don't be afraid of page builders. Use them to be able to monetize your other skills. So build out your website really quickly with Beaver Builder, Divi, Elementor, whatever was around at the time. But then make your difference by being that coder that can build out a website really quickly and then build in the functionality. And WordPress.org really needs to allow people to build in licensing properly into the, the plugins on .org. Freemus have kind of got around that by, by I don't know how they've got around it. I talked to Vova, but he won't tell me how he's got around it. I kind of <laughs> sussed it. But, but And we're allowed to put upsells into the plugin itself, but I don't like them appearing on the dashboard. I'm, I'm against, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence with this. I'm against plugins promoting in the actual dashboard, but I'm, I'm for plugins promoting in their own dashboard. So right. for instance, Bertha has its own dashboard. And it tells you upgrade if you want to, or if you run yeah. out of words, upgrade. And I think that's that's completely fine. I was thinking the other day that well, maybe page builders, like right now, we say what's the best WordPress page builders, or building a WordPress page builder is very difficult because there's a lot of competition. I started to think, well, gee, Matt the other Matt the other day in the state of the word said that Gutenberg is bigger than WordPress. So I started thinking, well. Maybe the issue is for page builders specifically, where you're trying to build your page builder solution inside of WordPress. And oh, by the way, full site editing just got released. So layout changes and customizing templates is going to be happening by core. That was largely a value add for page builders. Maybe page builders just have to be called page builders now and immediately go the route of self-hosted SaaS solution because that's what they're all aiming for anyway as an eventual outcome. And then just adopt Gutenberg as your open source tooling to make the job easier. Like they all pick WordPress because you've got the distribution, you've got the platform, you've got user logins and all that stuff, and everybody's hosting their sites. Well, maybe 
page builders could leverage whatever fast technology they want to build the framework of a website. And then they just adopt Gutenberg as the editing experience for that website, which kind of gives back to Matt's future vision of Gutenberg being bigger than WordPress. Now we start to see in a future where the numbers get lopsided, where the internet has a bigger distribution of Gutenberg than there are of WordPress websites. Big grenade tossed your way. What do you think <laughs> about monetizing the future of page builders or just seeing Gutenberg extend itself beyond WordPress? I don't know how Gutenberg will extend itself behind WordPress because it's it's core to WordPress. So I'm not that technically adept to think about think that question, you know, it's a bit of a drive-by shooting. Thanks for that. But page builders. The beauty of page builders, when I discovered Divi, it was a it was a block. So they should have patented the thing called block, but you know, Nick missed a trick on that. When I looked at Beaver Builder and Elementor when it first came out, I had a good old chat with Yoni and Ben when they when they first launched. We actually interviewed them on Elegant Marketplace. And I thought it was absolutely phenomenal because you can drag and drop and place and do columns and do nice, easy mobile first design which is i think we should all start and we're having go my developers and saying think mobile first idiots what's going on and then, oh yeah oh god because you can you can build a great website on a desktop it will look great and then you, you you throw it on a mobile i know there's 84 different devices out there but you know you still gotta think mobile first and it will look crap and that's the problem with with wordpress gutenberg making it mobile friendly is frankly a nightmare and they haven't thought about that so the page builders had thought about that. that. You can have it with Divi, you can have different views, they've got different techniques for and learning for making your site pretty much word, word mobile friendly. Divi also, I seem to remember, have a block or a Divi module, as they now call them, for a Gutenberg block. So you can place Gutenberg within Divi. But if you go back to the fact that WordPress is a, was or originally Mike Little and, and Matt Mullenweg designed it as a blogging platform or came from the blogging world, I think page builders should stay away from the, from the, from the posts, right? Not CPT, you know, not custom post types, but from posts. So allow people to blog using Gutenberg because I think it's a phenomenally fast way to to blog out there and keep the page builders for the theming and for the prettiness and for the motion and for the pop-ups elements as a as a plugin a couple of years ago I think put pop-ups into their page builder so that destroyed all the pop-up market what and and all and we designed the divi sort of the Elementor form plugin, which allowed you to capture the data on on actually within the website. Lo and behold, six months later, it's in core of Elementor. And that's that's the risk you take as a, as a plugin developer. And that's the risk you're going to take, Matt, as a Gutenberg block developer, because Matt might look at it one day and go, oh, we can do that. We can yeah. put a slider in. We can, we can put multiple columns. We can do the mobile stuff. But the, for, for Divi itself... Elementor have done it. $89 a year, you get Elementor Pro and hosting. I haven't, I've got, I'm going to spend $89 and do it because I want to see what the hosting is like because I use Gridpane to, to manage all my hosting on different servers and stuff like that. And I love it. But so I want to see what the speed is like and, and what, the, what the actual experience is like. 
Divi, I think, will go that way. They offer hosting through SiteGround, even Bluehost and even HostGator, I think. They recommend these people because if you've got a license, you can install it on any one of those those hosts and they'll install Divi and then all you do is you copy and paste your, your license. So it's a one-click install. And a lot of the hosts are going that way. Look at Cloudways doing the, the, the they'll install the Visual Composer onto, onto a, a thing with you. So... I think that's the way the market is going. Hosts and host provide host type providers like Gridpane, Cloudways, RunCloud, they will auto install the theme of your choice, the page builder of your choice on the hosting. So I'm not sure the page builders are too worried about Gutenberg becoming the de facto, yeah. but they're working towards putting it making sure that they work together in in right. in sync if you like rather than making Gutenberg come to the top. Otherwise, the differentiator isn't there. And Gutenberg, right. you can't drag and drop as yet. You can in the sidebar, but you can't yeah. really ma manipulate it as you would a page builder. I think he looks at Gutenberg as, look, I can actually make this thing impact the internet versus WordPress just impacting websites. Like he's accomplished that with websites to a massive degree with this 40, last I checked was 43% sure. for websites. And I think there's a future where he sees Gutenberg just being, could possibly be the interface on an Apple device. Uh, it could be the interface on a refrigerator that you're typing or moving blocks around. I think well, that's the kind of crazy vision he might have for that. Well, I think you're right because it's built on React and JavaScript, isn't it? So when when I think it was... One word camp. It was a US-based word camp. Probably the second one I went to could have been St. Louis or it could have been Boston, where or, or one of them, a big one, where he appeared. And I remember him standing up there, and for Matt, he doesn't really shout, but he shouted out, literally shouted out, "Learn JavaScript. It's right. important." So everyone remembers that. But it would be interesting, now I'm thinking about it because I know, I've just remembered how it's built. It could go into anything. Could it go into Shopify? Could you have Gutenberg blocks in Shopify or Squarespace or Wix even? That would be amusing. Yeah. Seeing Gutenberg in Wix, wouldn't it? <laughs> 100%. <laughs> All right. So instead of solving the world's problems through page builders and visual design <coughs> and, and your agency, you come up with this crazy idea to <laughs> to, to create text through artificial intelligence, how the heck did you land on this idea with Bertha.ai? Wasn't my idea. I hate okay. it. I just really hate to say it. it's just not my idea. Damn it! It was the inimitable Vito Peleg, who is a very great friend of mine and, and my business partner. So we have no. Are you local I, to each other? Like within we, the we're, we're, we are now because I've, I've recently moved house. So we're now an hour away. We're thirty minutes away from each oh, other. But he, he doesn't drive. It's me that's got to do all the traveling because he's, yeah. he's he's glued to his desk, man. He's just had yeah. a baby. Throws oh. throws the lovely live out to out to uh, a childminder and just get you know glued to his desk yeah. all the time because because of Atarim and stuff like that. But he he approached me because he's obviously got Atarim. That's doing pretty well and he wanted to have artificial intelligence on the notepads of Atarim which is which is basically a feedback tool and then he thought I could make this bigger so he he'd already done all the research with OpenAI he'd already written a couple of prompts and and then decided that he was just his his team of I think he's got nine now 
were just too busy. So he came to me and just made me busier than I am. And I, and I just said, yeah, okay, I'll do it and I'll finance it. And yeah, yeah of course, I've got two quid Hold on left. while I order this sack of potatoes. Yeah, exactly. And, and, I just, and, and just, some lettuce. And but it was, an, in, it, was, it was an instantaneous decision. He said, I've got this, I've got this. And I went, okay, what is it going to cost? And he told me what it was going to cost. And I went, oh, God. That's my holiday out the window for the next five years. But it's it, it, basically my team had to learn OpenAI. I had to learn OpenAI. I had to learn how to write prompts. I've written about three of them, and Vito's written about 80, 90, 85%. My guys have, have studied it intently and everything and how to get the information back. But because we build websites and we have built websites, there's... I've built over 2,000 websites in my career. So it's been a, it's been quite a long career. Vito's built 1,500 or something in a very short period of time. And we know that pe- what people want is pretty similar. It's a, it's a header, it's a footer, it's the middle, it's the blurbs, it's the calls to action, it's the PaaS, it's the ADA marketing frameworks that you want to use, and it's just generating text quickly. So we built it out and we, so we started in May and um, we launched in September and we've now got two and a half thousand users, which is great because we came up with a phrase, we have marketing meeting every Tuesday or a dev meeting, stroke marketing meeting every Tuesday. And I came up with the phrase that I want to be, I want Bertha to be the Grammarly of AI for WordPress. So we're basically giving everything away for free, apart from long form, and for, for a thousand words for the time being. I just want people to see the power of it. But effectively, I've now built 12 websites with it since we launched it. And my clients are amazed at the, at the fact that I can put content in it at the same time without any kind of delay. Because as we're building out, we're putting in the CTO, we're putting in the call to actions, we're putting in the the blurb information. This is from cryptocurrency as well, right through to florists, catering restaurants. One of my niches is, is restaurants because I used to be a chef. I used to have a couple of restaurants as well. And obviously the pizza place helps. So I, I help restaurants market themselves as well on the web. Yeah. So there is nothing that Bertha can't write about. You still have to think of Bertha as that person sitting next to you that comes up with the idea and frameworks for what you want to say, and you are the editor. So she's the, she's the journalist going out there, saying, writing all the stuff, doing all the research, because all the research has been done. You, you, you put in one sentence or a paragraph and, and press a click and your, your blurb's done, your paragraph's done. And with long form, you can literally write thousands of words in an hour it's right. really and, and edit it and stuff like that so that's really quite intriguing and one of our clients came up with the the lorem bertha is the lorem ipsum killer and to be able to kill lorem ipsum how many times matt have you seen a shown a, a layout to a customer a website to a customer and they said why have you put greek in there and that you've got actually it's latin but it's lorem ipsum yeah. you can write a blog post about anything one of our one of our greatest decisions was to employ Imran Sadiq, who is a, a great Elementor user and a great teacher on, on web, web Squadron, on building websites out. And he did a review screaming about how good Bertha was. And it was really funny and it was lovely. So we asked him last month, literally last month, beginning of January. Is it February now? Yeah, beginning of January. And he has done 51 tutorial videos already. Yeah. Because yeah. 
he absolutely adores the product. So we've got the learning academy there. We're slowly, slowly teaching people how to do it. So it's, that's why, that's how it started and that's how it's going to continue. So it's just like one of those things where now you're, you're not just creating a block. I'm sure you'll have more competition in the future, but this is not something that is as easy for somebody to put together as like, I'm going to do another pricing grid block and I'm going to sure. you know, build that to compete with you. This is a space that you can really sink your teeth into a market leader, specifically, as we all know, who are listening to this podcast, specifically in the WordPress sector, because no one else is really doing it. Like you said, there's a couple other plugins that do it in a different way, but this is something that you can really start to uh, recoup that holiday money back on. I would hope. Well, we get, if, we get, know, to, to be honest, to be honest, Bertha is now paying for herself, and she has paid me back. So all of my investment has been um, come back over the last couple of months, which is good. And now it's a question of the money that's coming in now goes straight back into development. So we are developing something else, which I can. I can. I can tell you, it's we, we are building out a SaaS version. It's going to be a while because. SaaS is hard. I don't care what anybody says. And it yeah. takes a lot. It takes a lot of money and a lot of investment in time and effort and learning. We want it to be as comfortable to use as anything that you would you would use out there. And a Chrome extension is going to be coming out as well, pretty much the same as, as same time as the SaaS, but also the WordPress plugin. And, and we're celebrating this week, particularly because we're on org which is great so you can install it straight install bertha straight from your wordpress dashboard now just search bertha or ai even we come up as well under ai been on there for three days we got 270 active you know nice downloads just on just on that side which is crazy yeah, yeah. i was telling you the other day when we were chatting i had somebody a friend of mine reach out and i, I kind of just help him with his website he's also my barber so i want to make sure i get a good haircut so i, you know, I kind of help him with his site but anyway just like you he dabbles in a bunch of different types of businesses and he he owns uh with a partner a uh, ice cream uh shop which is obviously closed now here in the northeast but he's getting ready for the springtime and all of that stuff and he's like, hey i want to add this content to the site is that something you want to do and i'm like no this is not something that i want to do like this i'm not going to be writing pages about ice creams and events that you people can hold in birthday parties and all this stuff in fact i don't even know where to begin if i were to do something like that but with a plugin like this, well, maybe I can kind of guide him to to do it or even take it on myself and help him out a, a little bit without worrying about, okay, blank canvas staring in front of me. Ice cream tastes good. You should have a birthday party here. <laughs> like I can get something. I can get Bertha to prompt me with all of the, the lengthy content. I just kind of feed her the topic ideas and, and roll yeah. with it that way. Well, she can come up with the topic ideas. So you can say, okay. I want to talk about the history of gelato for instance mm. how did gelato get started in, in new york it, it started actually i know it because it was started in new york city by a couple of italian immigrants and it was actually ice they were selling they were just selling blocks of ice and then somebody decided to flavor it and then they decided to crush it up and, and mix it up and, and and bertha knows all that kind of stuff but that can, in a, in an about us kind of page that can help you you know you got a little bit of history and then you can go so we decided to do our own gel version of gelato or whatever it, it, it you know bertha helps you with your mission statement it helps you with your PAS frameworks which is basically you've got I've forgotten what PAS stands for now let me just because I'm, <laughs> I'm excited to be on your blog your uh, your yeah. podcast but it's basically persuasive bullet points product description so you can you can put in a this gelato is made with strawberry and fresh strawberry and there's there's a 
this in it and that in it and everything. And, and Bertha will actually come up with a recipe as well. Yeah. You can come up with anything. So it, it's so, she is so clever. And the, the power of, of AI and the power of the prompts, so you've got to give some kudos to, to Vito here because he really dove deep into writing the prompts. And I'm not that way inclined as far as, logic goes i'm quite an illogical guy that's why we built birth you're in the right place just made it yeah exactly i just made a (laughs) just made a choice yeah okay we'll do that and it's worked out and it's working out for a lot of people i do want to um poke and prod just one final question here because it is something that's on my mind is what happens when all the robots take over what happens if you're an agency owner so many of us uh, are or might be listening to and we do have a half a dozen restaurant clients 12 accountants a couple dozen lawyers and and this is crucial to maybe our copywriting service that we provide customers. Is there a way for lack of a better phrase to not have Bertha compete against itself or create the same content across the board? Or is that, Hey, you have to make this decision as the person who wields the power of Bertha. Well, there is some of that going on as well, but you've got to think about how, how AI copywriting works and all the AI copywriting uh, people out there. And I don't mind saying who they are, copy AI, word AI, Jarvis, Jasper, or Jerry will probably be the next name of Jasper. I don't know. They're, they're all doing a fantastic job and they're all writing things in, in or they're all giving commands to Bertha and sorry, to open AI in a different way or in some different ways. But effectively, as a human being, I don't know what I'm going to say in 10 seconds time or three seconds time or a millisecond's time. I really don't. I know what I know what I'm going to say, but I don't know how I'm going to structure it. And AI works in exactly the same way. It doesn't work word by word or paragraph by paragraph or sentence by sentence. It works letter by letter. So it basically creates. So it's T. What am I going to say there? And then looks at the context and it will go there. This, that, the restaurant is in whatever serves Mediterranean style food, but in a different, so it will do it in a different way. So it's pretty, I would say it's plagiarism free. You can have plagiarism checkers on it, but it's every test that I've done, and I've done over a thousand tests on all of them, not just Bertha. And I've tested for plagiarism. I've used premium plagiarism checkers as well. They have all been 100% plagiarism because that's the way AI works. It works the same as our brain in as much as forming a sentence, forming a paragraph, forming a story. So I have no real concerns about that. And, and, And in fact, there is, as of today, I read, there's a really great character out there that knows so much about AI, a guy called Matthew Renz. And he's he's a lovely chap. And I had a cocktail, a couple of cocktails with him in, in London a couple, few months ago. And he just posted a thing that there is an AI now building AI. So it's examining all of the all of what the AI is doing and 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 basically making all these neurons, these new neurons. So I think AI will power us in so many different ways other than copywriting. And I don't think copywriters need to worry. If you're a copywriter, and I know a few, and I know a few that rebelled against me and said, what the hell are you doing? You're putting me out of a job. And I said, well, actually, I'm not. Because if you use AI to write, your your copy will be better 
you'll and also you'll be able to pad it out in a better way. I spoke with a very good journalist friend of mine who writes for crypto. Now, most people know that OpenAI stopped scraping the web in 2019. And it's only scraped 10% of the web. We know how big the web is. It still knows about crypto. <laughs> still, I built a crypto website the other day for a client in four hours and wrote the copy. All of it. They didn't change it. Not one word. I didn't know. I don't know about crypto. I, I do know a little bit about crypto, but I don't know the technicalities of it. So it. the short answer to your question is don't worry about it because... There are things that make, if a lawyer talks about his law practice or her law practice, they will talk about their law practice in a different way. And that's exactly what Bertha will do. Andrew Palmer, hey, you're leading us to the promised land or to extinction with Bertha.ai. I'll let the consumer decide. Check out Bertha.ai. It's the fastest way to create content for your WordPress website. You can try it for free by searching for, I assume, Bertha.ai and WordPress.org. And you can give it a go for free. Start checking out what Bertha can do for you. Anywhere else you want to point folks to? Well, I wouldn't mind. Divi, Divi users can go to WPPluginsplus.com. And we still sell our plugins, obviously, on ElegantMarketplace.com because I still support those guys. They, they, they acquired me and hopefully it will, it will continue the success that I had with it. And go to go buy our plugins on ElegantMarketplace.com or wppluggings.com and, and have a chat with me on Twitter at Arnie Palmer. Mariport.com, Mariport.com slash subscribe to join the mailing list. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the next episode. This episode is brought to you by Malcare at Malcare.com. It's the most complete and comprehensive tool to secure and protect your high-performance WordPress website. If you're a WordPress consultant, don't leave the job of security, backup, and fixing the site when bad things happen up to your hosting provider. Trust me, you want Malcare on your side. They do it best without you even having to think about it. Sleep better at night knowing your WordPress websites, your clients' WordPress websites, are protected by Malcare. Malcare does it all from protecting the site, backing up your files, creating staging sites, if you can believe it, and my favorite feature, the activity log. That's right. You'll know when your client or your marketing manager installed that pesky block plugin that took down the whole site. What are you waiting for? Check out malcare.com to get started for free. That's malcare.com, malcare.com. Thanks for supporting the show.